Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. I'm your co-host, Mark Killian. Let's get started. Hello, Internet. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast. We appreciate your time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Mark Killian, Phil Putney here to talk about investing, finance, and retirement. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank doing you. good. Yeah, getting ready to, to head out for the weekend and our first camping trip of the season. So they they just Wait. opened up the, the state park. So okay. we're, we're excited. You guys going up north? Yeah, they're heading up north for a long weekend. So okay, all right. Where do you guys go, Traverse City or? Uh, this one's at Otsego. Oh, okay. Or Otsego, I guess it is. Yeah. Otsego. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, have you have you ever, have you done the? I'm sure you have the the bear dunes, sleeping bear dunes. Oh yeah. 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 I, I grew up not too far from there. Oh, so okay. That was a, a pretty common weekend occurrence where we'd go up to the sleeping yeah. bear dunes and run crazy on the dunes. You know, yeah. mom and dad sat down at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I used to live up, you know, in Michigan, I, I used to take my sister's kids. I didn't have any kids of my own then to take. So I used to take them there and same thing. Yeah, it's like, go play on the dunes and roll up and down them for a while. You'll be tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You know why it's all the young kids doing it. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, now you're like, I don't want to do that. I'm not going <laughs> to. No, I did that younger. Go ahead. We'll, we'll take the pictures. Yeah, you'll take the pictures. You guys have fun. Well, cool. Well, I hope you guys have a good time and a good trip. And, and we're going to jump into today's, today's topic, folks. We got some good stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, actually saying one thing and doing another. And I was thinking about this conversation piece as we were kind of chatting before we started taping. And, you know, we often do a lot of these things in life in general, but then we also mm -hmm. do it from a financial standpoint. And I think a lot of times we don't even realize that we're doing it anymore. Like it just becomes a, uh, a habit, if you will. So for example, like my wife and Amazon, she'll get on Amazon and she'll scroll, 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 and she'll be looking for something. And I'm yep. like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm looking for the best deal. And she's like, well, I didn't find it. So I'll just wait till later. So she kind of puts this thing off and she kind of does this and this, that, and the other. And it's like, I got to thinking about that. And it's like, we don't do that with our investments sometimes though, do we? We, we shop for all sorts of deals, but we never think of, or even the market, when the market was down, you and I talked a little bit about the fact that, well, stocks right. are on sale. Do you double down or not? You know, things yep, like that. That's a deal, but unfortunately we don't look at it that way a lot of times. We so. don't, no. So how do we go about, how do we kind of fix that? Like when we, we don't pay attention to the fees inside our investments, what's some ways around that? Fees are uh, one of those things that um, a lot of times people focus too much on, you know, right. and they're, they're promoted too much where, oh, it's all about fees. You've got to make sure you buy the lowest cost. Right. And cost is one piece of the overall equation. Right. You know, it, it, if you're truly interested in just buying the lowest cost, you don't want management. You're just trying to, to buy the market, so to speak, then, you know, buy an ETF. I mean, that's where the vanguards and the, the fidelities of the world fit really well because they are very, very inexpensive, but the reality is there's not professional management necessarily <laughs> in that, that, and that goes hand in hand. I mean, if you have low fees, there's not a professional management. I mean, Fidelity, Vanguard, they're running it, right. but they're, they're following an index, you know, so there's not this professional management side. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those, um, you know, I refer to it, uh, what, majoring in the minors, so to speak. It's, it's one of those things you've got you to pay attention to, fees, right. absolutely. Don't ignore it, but don't make that the only thing you look at and say, I, I want the lowest cost out there because you want the lowest cost, then go buy a, a Yugo. I don't even think they make them anymore. Oh, they, you know, uh, yeah. A Yugo versus wow, a, you a know, <laughs> you know, whatever car it is that you would want. So. Well, that's a good point because, I mean, 
there's nothing free in the world, you know, obviously. absolutely. And so, you know, understanding you're going to have some fees, but what's the value that you are receiving for those fees? Correct. I mean, at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is what's the net performance after fee. Okay. You know, fees, right. fees are part of that equation, you know, and you've got to make sure you understand how they fit in. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to um, is the management you're paying for worth it? Are they performing right. above and beyond what you could without the fee? Right. All right. Well, so if we're talking, say one thing and do another, basically we're kind of saying, okay, we often will, you know, look at this direction, but then we'll do the opposite when it comes to the nitty gritty. So again, from a financial standpoint, so let's talk about risk for a set, you know, for example, a lot of times people will come in to see you for the first time and they'll say, look, I, I, I really don't want to have any risk. I'm very, you know, I'm worried about that. I want to stay away from risk. And then you say, okay, well, let's get into your, take a look at your portfolio. Let's do a review. And yep. you find often, I'm sure, that, well, they actually have a lot of risk. Yeah, yeah all the time. I mean, it's, in fact, that's part of our process. So we'll go through and um, help clients go through a, a risk questionnaire. Um, and we do it a little bit different. The, the program and process we use um, gives us some parameters to say, okay, your risk score is a certain number, which means that you're comfortable with a range of returns of, you know, maybe a positive eight to a negative four or whatever it is, you know. Okay. That's kind of the range that you're comfortable with. And the reality is when we then take that and compare it to what their current allocation is, very often, you know, their range is way beyond that. You know, so again, it comes down to understanding, do you really know what that risk is in your portfolio? Um, and what are you comfortable with? Because yeah. it doesn't do you any good to, to say, oh, yeah, I, I want these higher returns. I'm okay with that. But then we get into a pandemic like we've seen or, you know, any kind of a market volatility where you experience some downside and you really can't handle that and then jump out at the wrong time. Well, so then it's risk obviously wasn't assessed properly or or you personally didn't even understand that the concept of risk and jumped out. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Is it because it wasn't assessed properly the first time or is it just a lack of understanding or is it just simply saying, I don't want to take risk, but then not taking the time to, I guess that would be understanding really, right? It's just, (laughs) not taking the time to, to have at least a working knowledge. Right. I mean, you have to understand risk and, and how it works. I mean, the reality is to, to receive returns reward, there's a certain level of risk you have to take. And the more, and I, I hesitate to say the more risk you take, the more reward there is. I mean, that's generally how it works, but not always. Right. You know, but again, it all, it all comes down to understanding risk and then positioning it. I mean, personally, right. and we've talked about this several times, but when we're positioning risk in a portfolio, we position it in what we call our later bucket. That's long-term growth type money. We're not going to use yeah. that for 10 or more years. So we have some time to ride through some ups and downs in a market, which makes it a little bit more maybe palatable. You don't have to, to worry about, you know, my paycheck, so to speak, in retirement is coming out of these funds and they're down 20, 30%, you know, that in that soon bucket, that's where that money's coming from. So right. again, yeah. it's understanding risk. You need it, especially to keep up with inflation long-term or at least some level of it. Right. Um, but then positioning it the right way. Okay. All right. So again, you can, we're, you can see where we're going with this. We're talking, we, we kind of say one thing, we do another. And a lot of times we, again, we don't even really realize it. And this I think is a great example of it. Uh, Phil, when people come in, uh, a married couple comes in and you're going through the process and you say, all right, let's talk about, you know, long-term care, uh, you know, the insurance side of things, whatever. 
you know, and obviously couples want to protect one another. They're, they're said that, you know, they'll come in, they'll say, absolutely. I want to make sure she's taken care of when I'm gone or he's taken care of when I'm gone. But then when you go into that conversation about long-term care or maybe insurance, it's like, eh, I don't want to deal with that. So are right. you, you really want to talk about it or are you just saying that you want to take care of it and you really don't want to face it? And I get that it's not a fun topic to go into, mm-hmm. but it seems to me that's the often is the one that really gets glossed over because of whatever reason, fear, panic, whatever, but you just don't want to deal with the what happens after I'm gone scenario. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the whole concept of death and dealing with that, people just don't want to talk about it. It's not fun, right? I mean, no. it, let's talk about the I want to golf and do all these fun things in retirement. That's the enjoyable part. I want to spend the money that I've saved, right? And that you should, absolutely. But you have to understand the stress test of, well, what happens if, you know, if you end up not making it that long, you know, something happens. If you can go out and get hit by a bus, so to speak, the proverbial bus scenario, you know. Sure. You, you have to plan, what does that look like if that happens? Because you don't know. Yeah. You know we've not been promised tomorrow, so you never know right. what what that's you know gonna gonna entail. And where I see this come up a lot is in pension elections, you know, where okay. somebody's looking at the pension options and well, I'm gonna take this option. It's it's the biggest number, you know, get the most money. Right. And it's a you know single life option and oh that's okay. Or you know, we're uh, very good health and you know I don't think anything's gonna happen. And then what happens if, you know, all of a sudden now you get diagnosed with cancer a year yeah. later or whatever it is, you know. And, everything's changed and that income could go away. You know, social yeah. security, I mean, there's all, all different factors that play into that, that you have to at least consider it, right? You know, right. It, it's, it's in a plan, we plan for the best, but then prepare for that worst case scenario. We call it stress testing the plan to say, okay, everything works great if you live to full life expectancies, right. don't need long-term care. But what happens if, you know, let's, yeah. let's run a scenario to show if something were to happen, what does it look like? Yeah. So. Well, and, and you could look at it in any number of ways, folks. I mean, it's like, you know, you know, you say you're on a diet, but then you, you know, you go on a trip like Phil's getting ready to go on and you're like, eh, let's just whip in here and get a cheeseburger, you know? That's right. You know, we're going to go off. The, the next four days don't count. So. They don't count, right. We're going to have, you know, the extra large fries or whatever the case is. So, you know, again, it's easy to do. We do it in all walks of life. Uh, it's how we go about, you know, addressing some of these things. And a lot of times when it comes to the financial side, Phil, it's a matter of if we can just do it and get through the initial hurdle, it, it's much easier after that. Then the maintenance, it would seem, is, is just a lot easier to process. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, at the end of it, when you look at each one of these factors, it it really comes down to, first of all, having a plan. You know, wh- what is your plan? Does everything work? Working with a professional, um, this is where a financial advisor can really help maybe bring some more understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I hesitate to say hold you accountable, but at least it's, oh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a big part of our job is to it say, is. well, wait a minute, we, we were talking about this and this is what your plans were. Is that still the case? Well, then why are we, you know, doing X, Y, or Z? That doesn't fit. All yep. of a sudden we're off track yep. and to help bring you back. So no different than you're dieting or, you know, at the gym working with a personal trainer to make sure that, Hey, this is what you told me your goals were and what we're trying to accomplish. Here's the plan. You realize we're off track, right? 
you know, right. we need to get back on. So. Well, and if you think about how we function as humans anyway, over the last 20, 25 years, you know, we have coaches for everything, right? You know, Absolutely. You've got a sports yep. coach, you've got a dietitian, you've got, it's a coach, you know, you've got, uh, if you go to, if you go see somebody for mental health, I mean, in a way that's basically, it's coaching. It's I a coach, it's yep. kind of helping you get through whatever it is that's holding you back. Well, one more, and then we're going to finish up the podcast this week. Uh, and, and that is uh, those folks, and maybe COVID again brought some of this to light as well. People sure. are like, you know what? I just can't take it anymore. I am so tired of it. I just want to get out of the rat race. I want to retire as soon as possible. And then you go, okay, well, let's look at what you've you know, been working on. Well, I haven't been working on anything. <laughs> right. Like, well, <laughs> say one thing, do another here, right? Let's, so, so what do we do, right? Yeah. And I mean, this is a big one that COVID's a great example of that. And I think we're probably going to see more, more um, side effects or ramifications from that of, you know, companies through this are now struggling and they're going to start looking for cutbacks and laying people off and, and offering buyouts and things like that. So um, hopefully if you're close to that retirement age, you've already started the planning process and looked at it and have something in place. I've got a, a client that we're going through that exact process right now, the company he's working for and has for the last 20 years is providing cutbacks. You know, they're, they're going through and, and starting to offer um, some buyout options. And right. fortunately we've been working together three, four years now and, and have already planned out what retirement looks like, which okay. this is quite a few years ahead of time, but right. you know, we can at least take a look and so his, say, okay, well, it was moved up because, yep. okay. And, and does it work, you know? And if not, well, maybe go ahead and take it, but then you're going to have to work part-time at something else for a few years. But at least it's, you've got a plan in place. Yeah. You know, retire, retirement isn't something that you want to just go in on Monday and say, you know what, I think I'm done. We're, we're out of here today, you know, right, and, and right. hope it works. Unless you already have all those boxes checked. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Uh, right, right. Be good. But I think that's a great point because more and more people may get into that scenario where yep. the timetable is accelerated. Uh, yep. just because of the nature of the events of what's happening in the world. So I think that's going to do it for us for this podcast. So do you say right. one thing and actually do another? Ask yourself that question uh, as you're listening to the podcast or watching this on uh, YouTube or, or Facebook page or wherever you might have found it. So just, you know, take the action. If you say you want to protect this, this, or this, then are you taking the action to do it? If you say you want to be you know, ready for retirement, are you taking the action to do it? So reach out to Phil, let him know you want to have a conversation. We make it really easy for you. Uh, I'll give you the number, but we'll also have it pop up on the screen there for you. You can call him at 248-888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. You can also go to philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. While you're there, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can get in contact with Phil. Uh, you can check out past episodes and videos and all the different kinds of things we have on there for you. You can follow him on Facebook. So we make it pretty easy for you. You can click the little YouTube thing that I have popping up to subscribe to that as well. And um, uh, have a great week. I think that'll do it for this week, Phil. Enjoy yourself on your trip, my friend. I'm looking forward to, uh, to hearing about all that good stuff. Yep, looking forward to it. All right, my friend, we'll see you next time. Stay safe. We'll talk to you later on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. Have a great week. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.